following is a part of the Unchained Wrestling Network, the SNS Radio Network, and KJCC Real Campus Radio. I'm back, baby. The Unchained Wrestling Network and KJCC Real Campus Radio presents the two-time Wrestling Radio Award winner, Running the Ropes. I lost the broski for a hosty! Step through the ropes as the guys bring you all the talk happening within the WWE. Woo woo woo! You know it! TNA. Sorry about your damn luck! Ring of Honor. Dig down in your bunkers and dig into those trenches and get ready, get ready for shock and awe. And the NorCal Independency. And now live from the KJCC studio in San Jose, California, it's running the ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network, the SNS Radio Network, and KJCC Real Campus Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another awesome edition of Running the Ropes right here on KJCC Real Campus Radio, also online at live365.com, keyword KJCC, recorded live every day. My name is Brian Maverick Bertrand, and with me every single week, you know him as the effing foreign kid, one Mr. Chris Kelly from headlocksheadlines.com. Chris, how are you? You hear? Am I live now? You're live now, yes. I, I hear bad echo. You hear a bad echo because I once again, once again, you're on the uh, the same channel as the computer audio. Well, that's annoying. I know. Well, I turned you down a little bit, so you should be okay. And I'm gonna stop. Can I hear a voice? The, the voice is me. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Okay, you shouldn't be hearing any music. You shouldn't be hearing any other voice besides yours and mine. I hear mine twice. You hear yours twice. Hear Why do you hear yourself twice? I hear anyway, me speaking. it's annoying though. It's annoying. Can you work through it? Is it no, possible I'm to work a, through it? I might. I might be a diva. You might be a diva. I refuse to work in this. I refuse to work <laughs> in this. Easy, Elijah Burke. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. welcome to the show. I'm not pimping. <laughs> no, but uh. We'll get to we'll get to some more of that later in the show. I I, I got a little little thing that I, I think Chris might have it, but I don't know. Anyway, it's been a it's been a pretty slow week in, in wrestling. I, I mean we've had we've had what? The Rock getting just destru- dismantled by John Cena on Monday. I mean we'll go in more detail when we go into the raw recap, but it was funny how to see the rock there reading his arm, <laughs> and I saw a screenshot online, and the bit where he's talking about his uh, uh, goosebumps, he's, you can see him quite obviously. The bears are who we thought his, they uh, were. His uh, <laughs> arm. I and I I love you were right you you know you're you're absolutely right. It was amazing to see him actually uh, show that promo rust, that promo ring rust. And to not, um, and to not really like have anything prepared by heart. Usually, you see him come out and he's 
on top. He's dead on every single week. He's always like that. But then now, of course, it's his first time back in what? 9, 10, 11 months? Dare I, dare I say? Oh, no, no, no. It's less than that because he was at Survivor Series. Yeah. That's right. But, but it's, yeah. I, I know people are like, oh, was he faking it? Because, of course, he didn't act uh, the actor as a script. But that there was a 20-minute promo. It was a good 20... You know, honestly, it was a good 20-minute promo for what it's worth. It was it was good because of the fact that you had him actually do all this stuff and and really... And have the interaction with John Cena at the end was really cool. But we'll get into that at the Raw recap. Right now, we're still... We just started the show. So I want to know, Chris, how was your week? It's been slow. Really? I mean, last Friday, I had my final appearance on Unplugged. Final appearance? Yeah. You're, you'll um, be back there. I went back for like... Oh, well, I, I wasn't even on the show. I, I called in when JJ opened the lines, and, you know, it turned out to be an, an end of an era with Sean leaving, me kind of leaving, but I'm still here. Um, and there are things that are, that are going to go down. And like now, like it's weird because now as a fan, I have I have no idea what's going on. It is, it's weird. You, like usually, I know what's going on, but I have. You're no usually idea. the first person that knows absolutely everything on what's going on with almost everything that you have like an extremity in. You know what I mean? But I mean, it's, it's quite weird. Like, now I'm gonna sit back and it's gonna, it's, just in because... just you can just sit back and enjoy and basically just enjoy Unplugged now. And I, I, I recommend everyone check it out, uh, hosted by, of course, one Mr. Money on the mic, JJ Sexa. And uh, I guess his new co-host is, who, what, Ashley? Uh, Ashley's doing it. Uh, I, I, or is he I, just the I'm, news I'm, guy? Yeah, Ashley, but as I kind of make a joke on, 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 on Unplugged, going, JJ, so I'm gone for one week, <laughs> and you play me with a British guy? What's this, my gimmick? <laughs> oh, of course <laughs> He replaced me with another British guy. <laughs> no, I I gave I gave Ashley a nod, but yeah, I mean that's JJ, awesome. Um, yeah, he's, he's got um, he's got Ashley. Um, that's racist. That's just <laughs> oh, British. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want to talk, talk about video gaming and SmackDown, which man, by the way, SmackDown is probably the best wrestling show right now. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. You, I mean. You got Daniel Bryan as a heel, which is fantastic. You've got you've got Cody Rhodes, who's like the like the longest reigning champion right now in the E. He's held the belt for what two hundred odd days. With the he's the longest w- longest reigning world champion in WWE history. No, Cody Rhodes is not. Co- what? Co- wait, 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 what? 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 So you got sidetracked. I said, I said, sounds good. You you got guys like Cody Rhodes, who is the longest reigning IC champion. Oh, I thought you said I thought you said Daniel Bryan. Sorry. No, no, but Daniel Bryan only won the belt at Money in the Bank. No, he won it. When did he win the belt? I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then, and, then, and then Cody Rhodes, who's held the belt for like two hundred days. Well, that's yeah, awesome. Well, we'll get into that definitely this week. Uh, I actually I got I got my tax return. I'm so happy. I got I, I did my tax. We got my taxes done. I got some cash. I got I got some cash. I finally got uh, new RAM for my lap for my computer at home. So I'm insanely happy with that. So I'm a little teared up right now. Um, but so that, so that means that now you can save, save your money and go for one giant. I can't say the word, but 
to go get trashed. That's, uh, Ma- you know, fun. you know, that's an idea. That is an idea. So well, I said to you on Skype, that's one good night. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's pretty cool, and, and I'm glad I got to pay for the rest of my family cruise that we're doing this year. Um, we're actually going to go in June, so you know I'm, I'll announce when I leave. So don't worry about the date or anything. Um, I'm, I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to be out for a week, and uh, we're going to go to the Bahamas. I'm actually enjoy real, honest to God sunlight. So I'm pretty happy with that. Um, I still say you should come to wherever Bound for Glory is. You know, I, I I will, and hopefully I'll have a job by then. So that way I could get some money saved up for that because I do want to go to a TNA pay per view. And since the fa- since you have TNA that's discriminated against the West Coast, who, who where they only held and, and this is quite this is true, this is very true. They've only held, they've only held two count them two shows in California, one in Irving for pay per view. I believe it was a Victory Road. Uh, the Victory Road over was one of the Bound for Glories. I forget. Um, and the other one was at the Kazar Pavilion in San Francisco. That's it. And if you can't make the Bamford Glory, just go to, um, just come to, uh, Orlando. And then go, and like, go to... Yeah, but then I don't want to, I don't want to be seen with Hulk Hogan for some reason. Oh, no, because you don't, you you don't get to meet Hulk out of tapings. You, you go, uh, well... You have to go through his agents. You have to go through Eric Bischoff to get to Hulk Hogan. You have to go through his people. When I when I went to Orlando, by the way Hulk I, Hogan's I, people really Hulk has people um, <laughs> yeah when I went to Orlando I was, I was there in a bar and like and I casually just see Brooke Tesmacher Brooke Tesmacher guitar like hey and then of course I two of my favorite me. TNA knockouts by the way they're they're, they're among the top three it, then, it goes for me it goes uh, Tara Brooke Mickey James that's it and I've met all three I know. <laughs> That that's crazy. For those that don't know, if you follow Crelly on Twitter at h2h Crelly, he's considered on the internet, especially in the wrestling world, as the knockout stalker. <laughs> <laughs> he he has every knockout in TNA on his Twitter. He has about and and, they, and he talks to them. People think about that for a second. He talks to every knockout in TNA. And they know me. And they That's know scary. him. They know his habits. It's cool that you know them, dude. Don't get me wrong. If I if I got to know like mainstream people like that, oh my god, dude, that'd be awesome. But like, uh, on your like level, dude, cool. you're drinking with them and all that. I feel bad. Yeah, I, I feel I left out. I'm jealous. It, it was funny when I went to Africa and met, met Mickey James because, like, literally before I said a word, she said, "I'm going to hi Chris." I was like, "Yeah, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, um, anyway, I just wanted to, uh, talk a little bit, you know, uh, five years ago today, the wrestling radio world lost a great, you know, a great guy by the name, by the alias of JSK, you know, I remember, and I, I just wanted to bring this up quickly so we could, you know, I, cause I just really wanted to mention this. I was really anxious to mention it actually, but, um, I used to listen. I I I, I still listen. I, I listen to a show on the SNS Radio Network almost every week. Uh, Wrestling News Live. If anyone has ever listened to it, it's it's a good, it's a good show. You should check it out. The most popular show 
on that whole network. Um, they uh, Trey Trey and JSK for years have had a great show. The one that actually in one that actually was the catalyst inspiration for running the ropes, and I, and and that, that's being sincere. You know, I never had any. You know, I and I, I I had my thoughts on you know wrestling and and all that stuff. I, I have a passion for it, and it's really cool. It was really cool when Wrestling News Live came on, and you heard JSK come on deep redneck baritone come on and just really put it in there and and the guys the guys in like I'm not saying he's in, he was insane but he you know he was waggy crazy and he was cool you know and and every week when when JSK was on and Trey Trey and JSK you ever want to hear great chemistry and, and, and friendship and wrestling talk and just all around good radio, as far as as long as as far as the internet's concerned. I mean, I'm sure the archives are available at a lot of yeah, places. Yeah. yeah. Um. I I would definitely recommend listening to JSK's classic moments, and JSK, me and JSK, you know, I love the guy. I I always felt so I always felt so welcome coming into a chat room because he'd come on and say hey Mav all the time it, it, it was it was one of those like just normal hey Mav what's up you know hey not seeing there but the way he does it and the way he interacted with the chat room and on the show and with the fans it, you know it was just amazing and I, I thought it was great I thought it was fun and we and then I heard about the cancer thing and of course JSK that I'm not sure what type of cancer it was I don't know if you remember, Chris. But I mean, I know it's a cancer. So, um, I you know when we when we lost JSK, it's it, it it was a whole it was a deep cut. You know what I mean? Like one of those big scars that have been left on there, and it just it it still hurts to this day. And if you listen to Wrestling News Live now, at the end of every show, they play a clip of JSK ending the show, closing out the show. The only way he can. I thought it was a. Ama- I, I I think it's a great tribute, and just it, it, it's just a, a it's just weird seeing the show without JSK. You know, seeing any show because I know JSK. I I've always had you know an idea to do running the ropes, but seeing with J the way you know Trey handled it, and they have him and and. The one person I, I, I felt so proud of listening to was Trey coming back for the fans, doing Wrestling News Live, and doing it all over again, regardless of any opinion that anyone on the SNS radio network has, anyone on uh, other networks have on on Wrestling News Live, on Trey, on JSK, or whatever. You gotta admit, the Wrestling News Live is still was a great show and still is to this day because of the great fan interaction between Trey, JSK and the fans. And it still continues to this day to be one of the best wrestling radio shows in the world. And I'm putting that over my show. You know what I mean? Over my show. So if you want to listen 
There are. I will say this: it's uncensored. So if you guys have any quarrels about, you know, language and all that, it might not be the show for you. But it's still a great show. Check it out: snsradionetwork.com. Every Monday at 8.30 p.m., right after the live feed of Raw goes off the air, the actual live feed of Raw goes off the air, it's 8.30 p.m. uh, Pacific Time, 11.30 Eastern, snsratednetwork.com, live every Monday. It's just a great show. It really is. Um, Chris, did you want to share anything? I mean, I never uh, got to speak to JFK. I mean, I came into the SNS Network later on. But um, from my, I've seen all the tribute I've seen from the people that, that now despise the SNS network. And I've seen them put over each year on this day, the passing of GSK. And I've gone back and listened to the old shows. And it, it was such a, I mean, look, looking back now, it was such a bad loss for Virtual Radio because GSK, uh, he would. Right he now, was he cool. Was, that was the thing, you know. You 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 had you you listen to JSK and you just laugh every time because he's he was funny. He was wacky. He was in there and really set the tone, and it was really fun to listen to. Yeah, I mean, Trey and JSK made the foundation for wrestling radio. Without wrestling news live, there would not be other shows that have been on the same length of time. This show wouldn't be around. I mean, I probably, I mean, the only reason I started doing wrestling video was when I one day stayed up, stayed up until 4 a.m. and saw this uh, wrestling news live being advertised. <laughs> yeah, um, really. But I mean, like I said, without JSK and trade, there would be no wrestling video. It just feels, it just feels really different. You know what I mean? Like, really weird without him. And it still does to this day. Well, I'm going to raise a drink to, to JSK. Yeah. Um, I, I so. will too. So and there's there, there's you, brother. Here's to JSK. We miss you. We always will miss you. You know, you always left. You always left us feeling good about wrestling. Don't know why. Don't know how. But you did, and it was good. And, and and we love you. We still love you for it. We know you're listening from the greatest seat in the house. So there there you go. Anyway, we have some stuff to get to. Uh, Chris, do you have any news for us? Oh, of course I do. Alrighty, here we go. And now it's time for the news of the week brought by Chris Kell and HeadbossTheHeadmark.com. So earlier you brought up The Rock and Cena and, of course, their promo. Now, what I was reading earlier, apparently the bit where The Rock, no, sorry, where Cena pointed out that Rock had the promo on his arm. Uh-huh. That was scripted. That was Cena going off script and just burying the Rock. <laughs> so that was all a shoot. Yeah, I mean, according to uh, Jim Ross on Twitter, he goes, um, like, he, he's going, don't be surprised if there's real friction between those guys. <laughs> and, and, what, and, uh, and what I found was just the fact, like, like I said, people are like, oh, Rock was pretty acting. Like, like the fact they're stuttering that lot. But usually on, like, a movie scene, you don't have to like rehearse a 20 minute shoot you do it what three or four minutes at a time yeah that's the that's thing that's the thing I, I always thought of was like he's been out of the game for a while he's not gonna have like the whole uh thing for it again he's not gonna have the uh chops he's had before so it, it doesn't surprise me that he had a script on his arm so and above, of course 
the I find it funny how much the IWC actually went crazy over that, and they like even got like like screenshot of his arm, and they <laughs> saw what he said on his arm. It's like Jesus Christ, how sad are you? That's awesome. Uh, what else do we have? Um, now, apparently, now apparently, somehow the WWE and both both have Cena and Rock as faces at Mania. They want the crowd to be half and half. Horrible, horrible idea. A la Hulk and Rock at Mania 18. Stupid idea. No, it won't work. It won't work. I mean, I can see, I can see it do that, but it would have to be. I mean, of course, it's going to be huge. But considering the fact that you have to have that they want them to be both faces when Cena is so not over anymore, he, everyone is over The Rock. Or I mean, uh, everyone is over Cena, not The Rock. The Rock, they, they, The Rock is a, fre- a breath of fresh air coming back into a already established amazing champion in The Rock and all that. But I mean, seeing him, uh, I don't, I don't see, I don't see them doing it right. I don't see him yeah. doing it right because they they would have to. The, the only way they would make it right is if they built it up like Hogan and Warrior at WrestleMania six. The only way they can literally get half half is they have if they literally have half the movie be little kids, half the <laughs> half the uh, be, be, yes, uh, <laughs> half of the like, arena. You know, like guys, you, you know what? Forget, just forget the, the seating plan. Kids, here's, right out to the left. Here's my idea. Here's my idea. I'm gonna stop the music for a sec. Oh, wrong one. I want that's you, Chris. Okay. Right. So, here's my idea for that. We're gonna have. Oh, but I like your idea. Half of them be that. Half of them be little kids and parents, of course, families. But then, have the other half give away a bunch of tickets for the IWC. <laughs> Just leave it at that. Bring in. Bring in those fans that were at the Hammerstein Ballroom when ECW was on Sci-Fi that one day. Remember? (laughs) Remember? (laughs) Yeah, during the big show and Batista match. Bring them, bring them in. And And see why? Why? Why would you change channel for? This is a great match. (laughs) Not really, (laughs) but you know. If they had that, I could see WrestleMania becoming one of the <laughs> biggest draws in the world. So, well, if they if they say, okay, uh, we want anyone that within the IWC to come claim for tickets, I'm pretty sure because I know uh, they got like because the, the arena can, can only actually hold about seventy thousand people, right? And it's sold like sixty five, right? But I mean, if you comp five thousand, that's pretty bad. In terms of that, will hurt your pockets a bit. Well, yeah, of um, course it will. It's WWE; they can afford speaking it. Speaking of Mania, apparently Rey Mysterio has been it's been advertised for Mania. He's been out for what a year now. Half Who would he now? face? Oh my God! Who would he face? To be perfectly uh, honest, bring back Botch uh, Botch Cara. Sin- <laughs> oh! A mask versus mask match against Sin Cara. Yeah. Because that that was planned at one point, but then Tinkara turned out to be well, you, you know, completely not a naff. <laughs> I mean that that guy was a, like he he spent most of his time actually just in the like in the actual medical room, going yeah I'm back again don't worry I'm back oh I'm hurt oh oh it's only been a week I'm hurt and it's funny because there, there's a point in time where if he wore a certain outfit you knew he's been injured and it and it <laughs> and it was his actual um it was his <laughs> Actual um, mystical outfit, the, the white yes. one. Yes. Every he, time he wears white, he gets hurt. Don't just remember he, that, folks. 
He will what when he go? Uh, uh, he got power uh, bomb through a ladder. Yeah, Think about that. Oh my he god! He will what when he um, got injured uh, at Bragging Rights? <laughs> That's true. They should they they should have just kept Hunico as in car. Um, <laughs> yes. What else do we have? Uh, apparently, the Rumble only got. Uh, f- uh, it, yeah, the, the Rumble got ju- uh, quite a bit. Oh, I mean, a little, uh, under half a million buys. It's 438,000 buys, which is down from last year. <sighs> which I think you have to blame that on streams. Streams are just crazy yeah. insane nowadays. Yeah, and it, 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 what really sucks is that there's really nothing they could do about it. It's unfortunate. But, I mean. They could do what they can. There's still going to be streams out there, so whatever. I mean, I I know TNA for their last pay per view they only got seven thousand buys, right? But I'm pretty I'm willing to bet that, that they've got about twelve thousand like twelve thousand streams or something like that. I mean, right? There are so many streams that that is hurt professionality. Well, what else do we have in the old new segment? Um, like I I've talked about already regarding John Cena's, John Cena's and the Rock on uh, on Raw. Apparently, on the Rock's arm, it read and these and it said KRS to KBS. Who's KRS to KBS? I don't know uh, uh, that that part part of his notes. Oh, okay. KRS to uh, the word innovator dash cameo. <laughs> Two reasons: call out. And now, did you notice on Raw how he kept he kept stuttering over the? The words, two reasons. Yeah. Like, there's two reasons. There's two reasons. There's two reasons. What are they? There are two reasons. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It, right, if you got the rock from that night, with um, Michael McGillipuddy from NXT. McGillipuddy? Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like um, it. From NXT, that, that night where he said, this, this is the start of the, of the Genesis. The start of the start of the beginning of the beginning of the start of the beginning of Genesis. That there would be an epic promo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Now, it, it was announced on .com that next week uh, that there will be a change of GM. Tay Long would be in charge of, uh, of Raw and Johnny would be manager of SD. Not bad. So next week, so next week we have Tilo on Raw and John Lannard on SmackDown. That's and cool. Course, I think it'll be a nice heading, change. This is heading, heading to Mania. I think this where, is a way to get people to watch SmackDown because, like, SmackDown gets impact ratings. So think about it. Actually, Smack, SmackDown like has been getting 2.3 ever since uh, um, Daniel Dan Bryan won the world title. Oh, nice. Um, what, else, what else do we have? Yeah, oh, also... They've announced a GM of NXT. Yes, NXT is now a brand, not a show. It's now its own brand. Why? Do you know who the the GM of of NXT is? I don't care. Who is it? Actually, you might care. Who? One of the the best best wrestlers that's been around for a few years, William Regal. (laughs) William Regal's GM again. So he goes from commissioner to wrestler again. But the, WWE does not want to lose Steven Regal at all. So they're keeping him around by making him general manager of NXT. That's dude, funny. Regal can, can still go. I don't know. He have, can. He really can. I mean, if... if oh, if him Regal, and Kurt Angle. Ever released, dude, hit. TNA would be offering just tons of money to go there. But think about this. Him and Kurt Angle, bound for glory. 
2015. Think, I think about Kangle it. Might them, but but then be in in a, in a, some kind of mental home. <laughs> I, I want a, a breaking, broken freaking neck. I'm cut angle. Give me milk, 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 milk. now, milk. It's true, <laughs> David. It's true, David. <laughs> anyway, uh, what else do we have? Um, now, did you see over on dot com there were some new shirts, and they were called kayfabe shirts, <laughs> and they I love these. Hopes. Jobber. Um, who? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it had it had the terms jobber, heat, um, in the doghouse, and who's finished it? Who's finished it? Is it now? Apparently, <laughs> these are going to be pulled because the WWE don't like the fact to admit that they're backstage terms. They're back. They're they're pulling those. They're yeah. pulling the shirts already. Yeah. Are you kidding? That's the IWC's dream, dude. They should not pull those. They they need to make more like ha, um, like hashtag heel hashtag babyface hashtag. I, I want the one because I want the one that says I get heat. I want that well, one. Well then quick. Well then quick 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 go order it before it's pulled down. Yeah, seriously. That's why that's what I think I'm gonna do, go do because I want that shirt. Though I mean, see WWE really should be catering as as I mean as much as. As much as they're doing for the families, they should also be looking at the IWC as more of a serious, you know, content constituent. You know what I mean? Especially with the whole thing last week we talked about with uh, Chris Brown and CM Punk. That got heat. That got heat on Chris Brown. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. you know, a lot of people don't know these terms anyway. It's a little secret thing. What, the, what does, uh, uh, what's it called, uh. What does kayfabe mean? Well, hashtag kayfabe. It's 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 a term wrestlers use, it, it, and and Hulk Hogan said it before. Kayfabe means secret. Yes. Or, or well, what, keep character. What I don't get. What I don't really get is like they they're scared of that. Um, they're scared. That fans. They're scared of the fans being smart. They, they the, because they insult their because they insult the fans' intelligence so much that whenever some whenever someone comes in. And gets actual, you know, knowledge of the business. They're like, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta do this better. We gotta do that better." No, you're afraid of pe- of the people's intelligence. No, but what it is, I mean, but the whole problem between Triple H and, and Undertaker a few big weeks back was going, "I can't end you because that will hurt the product." That's that. That there is also in theory and in term because you're because you're referring to wrestling as a product, not a show. Well, of course. I mean anything so, anything that is produced or sold is a product. It's it's a standard term for everything. It's like it's like the term P1 in radio. P, P1 for those that don't know is priority 1. That's your that's your regular listeners who call in each and every week, turns the radio down, doesn't cuss and you know promotes a show that in their capacity. You know, that's a standard term. You know who owns that term? Who apparently thinks they can own that term? Clear Channel. Me. Clear Channel is by far the weirdest company to say, oh, we're going to take a general radio term and say you can't use it anymore. We're going we're gonna to own that patent now. Yeah, yeah dude, you, you should come up and buy the, the, the T-shirts. There's, <clears throat> there's, what's your finish? I'm so over. I got heat. Job on heel. That's, a, that's, what our, that's what we should get for our uh, RTR shirts. If we ever make it, 
I want to sh- I want to make a shirt like that. Since they're gonna, I mean, hey, since WWE is going to pull it, I'm going to make a shirt. I I, I think we can like, make a shirt. That's like the 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 infamous Sinkara t-shirt. So I can't talk about it because it, it's not PG. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. I talked about that on the show too. Yeah, but yeah, but back then we 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 went PG. Um <laughs> What else we have? They've announced all the oh kind of TMZ, which is bizarre, have announced the uh, for the WWE Legend House. It, it will contain Rowdy Roddy Piper, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Tony Atlas, Jimmy Hart, Hillbilly Jim, Pat Patterson. Howard just seeing Hillbilly Jim in there is just weird enough. And then also Mean Gene Oakland. Now, Mean Gene Oakland is even weirder. Because, you know, me as a kid, I used to, I, I love listening to Mean Gene Oakland talk. Because he was always in constant announcer mode. Like, no matter what. It, like, regular interviews. Yeah, well, uh, I, I met Hulk Hogan in, 1990, in 1974 in, in the back streets of wherever, you know. He was always in that mode. And just to see him on a reality show, just out of that. Hey, uh, you know, uh, we always like to do this and that. You know, <laughs> just amazing. And, and of course, they're going to use all these terms in, when they talk in, Re- in Legends House. Because I'll tell you what Legends House is going to be: it's going to be all these wrestlers, Hacksaw, Hillbilly Jim, Mean Gene, uh, whoever these guys are, Iron Sheik, maybe. Um, no, Iron Sheik, not PG enough. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like literally, could you imagine if he walks in? I, the auntie, I'm going to beep. <laughs> it's just going to be one long beep. He's not even going to say anything on on camera. Beep. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, like it's all going to be them sitting in a circle, doing whatever, and swapping wrestling stories. That's it. Hey, I think it'll be fun to watch. I, I think it'll, I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be interesting well, to yeah. see. In, in, in a bit of TNA news, apparently TNA are still paying for Vince Russo's contract despite him quitting. Um, he quit. For some legal reason, uh, they have to pay his contract out that expires in October. So Vince McMahon is still draining the still draining the, the resources from TNA wrestling. No, no, no. See, see, I don't see a problem with that. If it pays him to keep him away from creative, pay him whatever he wants. Trust me, trust me. I I read the spoilers. I don't, you, you I, I think someone might have cloned him. That's, that's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. No, but oh, I mean, I, I I really don't see a problem with it because remember. Bruce Pritchard, Eric Bischoff, Dave Lagana, they got to play damage control. They got to play Barack Obama and do damage control over Vince Russo's G- George Bush. You know what I mean? That's what no. T- that's the <laughs> TNA mode right now. They have to they have to try and fix the damage that because it's a long-term thing. TNA, of course, and, and no, TNA is not perfect. TNA is not the best by any means, by any stretch of the word. But they have an idea now. They have a, they have an idea on their goals for the next oh I'd say three months, three four months. But see, they can't be doing long term stuff. They have to think of the short term stuff as well as the long term stuff. So well, you know what? I I think I think to kind of to kind of um kind of be, be the counter to you. I'm not sure right now they are doing damage control. Right now they're doing damage. Well, we'll see what happens. I, I, I think well, when we see what happens tonight on Impact, 
I think, or, or sorry, on, on on this week's impact, we're gonna see. We'll see more as it as it unfolds. Of course, Bound for Glory is still months away, and we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna look into it for sure. Because I'm I'm still paying. I'm still watching it. I still love watching Impact. Trust me. Trust me. When, when you see what, what I'm talking about tonight, you will blow up my Skype going, Chris, you were right. This is just the most bizarre I thing hate I've it. seen. I hate it. Oh, you were right. Oh, I hate you, USOB. Oh, my God. All I'm going to say is some someone with a, ma- with a male gender is now a co-knockout champion. Oh, my God. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> I don't want to know who... I want to be surprised, and yes, just out of that, just thinking about Harvey Wilpelman winning the WWE Women's title back in, like, what, 99? Or, yeah. or I think it was 99. I, I, after seeing that, I have an idea on who it is. But I don't, I don't want to say anything yet, because I don't think that, because it might not be it. Or, or I'm going to say is that, yes, he, he does follow me on Twitter. <laughs> That's a hint for that. Um, okay. What else we have? Now, in the last bit of TNA news, it's been confirmed that Brian Kendrick has been released from TNA. Boo. Um, now, I, I, I actually have some in... Some yes, in, sir? In, sorry. Fair, fair enough. I actually have some inside news on, on, on his release. Now, I know people are like, oh, he got fired because he's rubbish. No, he actually asked for his release. Um, he asked for TNA to bring in the manager. And he goes to, and he goes to him, either bring her in or I quit. And TNA then heard heard who he wanted, gave it an idea, and said no, so he quit. You know what? I'm not surprised. I, I, TNA lost talent. You know they they cannot be doing any good with that, and it sucks because I know who they wanted to bring in. Chris, you told me about this. Yeah, and it was horrible that they didn't bring her in because it would have made sense to have her in. Well, I mean, like, I think, I think, we're, I think we'll talk about it more next week. I might even try and get her on the show next week as well. Ooh, Let's hey, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Talk to her, talk to her. Bring her on, bring her on, bring her on. Um, uh, but, that, next, but next week, next week we do we do have Marie, so it'd be kind of a big show. Um, that's right, that's right. So hey, send in your questions. So, um, is that gonna do it? That's that's the news I've got. I mean, you, you and I do know one bit of news, and it is the day after after it happened. But I'm not quite sure we should announce it until I speak to the guy. Uh, well, yeah, we'll uh, get into that later in, later today in the show for sure. Um, but anyway, uh, ooh, you know what? I should open the fo- the files so I could get this going. Um, let's go ahead. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to uh, check out. We're, we're going to talk about uh, this week's Monday Night Raw. We're going to talk a whole bunch of other stuff. And why isn't this working? And where's iTunes? I hate... Yeah, I know. It's it, it's more of unpreparedness than anything. So, uh, But yeah, we got all that. Uh, in a special internet only... In a special uh, SNS and Unchained uh, presentation, we will have one Mr. Sean Hernandez... On the show t- later today. I can't do it with No, uh, you know what? I think he's the only guy that can. <laughs> so it's gonna be good. Why are you taking so long to load iTunes? Thank, thank Lord for editing. Th- yeah, thank <laughs> God for editing. 
So, we'll, all right. Well, I guess we'll do this. We come back. We'll be right back after this. I have voices in my head. They counsel me. They understand. They talk to me. Since 1996, Audio Wrestling has been getting in the ring as your definitive source for all your wrestling desires. Interviews with some of pro wrestling's biggest stars. Providing you with a wide selection of award-winning wrestling shows from past and present. Such as Ministry of Slam, Monday Night Mayhem, In Your Head, WrestleCast, Sunday Night Showdown, Wrestling News Live, Between the Ropes, RVD Radio, WrestleCast, and Wrestle Talk Radio, and many others. If you can't get enough Mad Mania, climb into the ring with Audio Wrestling, www.audiowrestling.com, and check out all the real voices of wrestling radio. Audio Wrestling, keeping you tuned in since 1996. Courtesy of Beyond the Bell, Nature Boy Ric Flair presents the Seasons of Pro Wrestling. 5, 16, 41,000, 12, 1, this, 5, 16, 41,000, 12, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 5, 16, 41,000, 12, 1, this, recognize this, huh? yeah, we, Hulk Hogan, I reek! Tell it all the media right across the seas. And Australia, you think March 30th? Ask your girl! Huh? 5, 16, 41,000, 12, 1, this? Woo! He's only a 14 time world champion. Never in my mind. Nature mind! nostalgia and want to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling and sports entertainment go beyond the bell every week on the sns radio network hey you yeah i'm talking to you have you checked out the new unplugged on friday nights well if you haven't make sure you check out the new unplugged friday nights with jj sexy at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 Mountain Standard Time, where JJ covers SmackDown, video games, and whatever the hell else he feels like. See you in chat. Does listening to Wrestling News Live make you a smarter, more knowledgeable wrestling fan? Would the Trey Dog drink Velvet Sky's bathwater? Well, hello there, Velvet. That is some good bath water, baby.
Listening to Wrestling News Live does make you a smarter, more knowledgeable wrestling fan, although it will not save you any money on your car insurance. Carrie Silicon from Ring of Honor, and you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Welcome back to Running the Ropes right here on the Unchained Wrestling Network, the SNS Radio Network, and on KJCC Real Campus Radio Live and online at live365.com, keyword KJCC, and on KJCCRadio.tk. Brian Maverick Bertrand with you once again. Anyway, we have a lot of Raw to cover, Chris. Are you back with us? Chris Kelly from HeadlocksHeadlines.com? If you didn't put the big red button, we're fine. We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. The big red button actually sent a nuke off. <laughs> that nuked my house. So, that's cool. Okay, so I know where yeah. it goes. Anyway, we've got a whole lot of stuff to cover on Raw. Let me turn this YouTube down because I know, it, I know you, Chris, you're on the same channel. It was... Fine. It was a good Raw. It was a good Raw. It was extremely talk-heavy, though. I mean, the show even started off with, with a promo between uh, CM Punk and Chris Jericho. It was meant to be CM Punk Brian, but you know what, Jericho thought, you know what, I'm going to show the world my jacket again. Um, <laughs> and, they had, and they had to go back and forth about who is the best, the best in the world what they do, and CM Punk was like, you, you didn't create the best in the world what you do, that but that, that, but, but hard. Yeah. Are you, are, you, are you trying to claim that you also invented Canada? And they had a good back and forth. That was funny. And, uh, I thought that promo was promo of the month right there. I, I thought it was amazing. I, I laughed wholeheartedly throughout CM Punk's entire rebuttal of him saying, Did you invent Canada too? Did you, did you invent or did you create the phrase? Am I, are you stealing from are – you, are you claiming that all Canadians are stealing from you now? Just – the whole that whole bit just uh, warmed my heart inside. It, it warmed my heart. I love CM Punk. I have yeah. I you know honestly, I have a wrestling man crush on CM Punk because he is so good at what he does. It could be worth. You could come onto a show and claim that you would want to do unspeakable things to a certain commissioner of <laughs> of ROH. <laughs> if, only, if only if only we, we, we weren't PG, I, I would explain that fully. It's true. Um, it's true. And, and you know what? Poor I, <laughs> you or, know, should I, or should I say poor Jim Cornette? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to respond to that. But you're right. <laughs> so um. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, and the thing with Jericho and Punk, I'm actually like, this this will be the wrestling to WrestleMania. This this here, if this if Cena and Rock wasn't around, this would be probably this the main would be event. the main event. I mean, you see, this is what. But see, the problem that I'm having with CM Punk as the uh, what do you call it, as the, the the WWE champion, is the fact that he doesn't get the main event spot. He's the he is the, the 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 main guy. He's the WWE champion, the top of the food chain when it comes to world wrestling entertainment, and the guy still does not get the main event spot. But you forget that within the E things are twisted. Um, 
Do you do you remember a time when 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 you won at, uh, at, at the Rumble, you would get the main event? Um, when Edge won, when Edge won the Rumble, he w- he had the first match on the card. Was that the Royal Rumble match? No, yeah, didn't he? Didn't he? Because he well, won see, the Rumble. That was the only then... year that w- that was th- that it was changed. All the other years had either just the Royal Rumble match. It has happened, or you had. Two or three matches before the main event, which was the Royal Rumble match, and that one year with sorry about that when, uh, when I lost my train of thought. As soon as you saw guys like you, you know, uh, sorry, train of thought is all rumbled around because I'm so irritated Should at I, this. So have you the fact that Edge uh, wrestled first on the card at WrestleMania despite winning the Rumble? Despite winning the Rumble, yeah. Despite winning the Rumble. It was a it was a number one contendership. It was the rise to him, but he wasn't the only one. There was uh, there were others like that. No, but no, but that's that's the first time that the Rumble winner has ever gone on first at WrestleMania. That's true. That's true. They um, usually get like mid card, but for, either mid card or part of the the tr- double triple main event. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it, it'd be interesting to see where Sheamus goes with Brian because. Of course, you have rocks. You know, you have CM Punk. But who did Jericho. who did Edge take on? Del Rio. Was that Alberto Del Rio? Yep. I thought it was uh, someone else. Nope. Okay. Well, Del Rio, Del Rio in his last match. Remember? Right. He, oh, right, he right, right. More. Okay, you're right. See, and, and the the problem I'm in the problem I have is that you cannot treat your champions like this. When CM Punk won the world title and beat Booker T for that title back in, what, 2009? Or, or 2008? He still did not get your main event spot. He was still not put up as a champion. He was a jobber. and He was the guy... He was basically on low-card status. He wasn't in the marquee. He wasn't anything but... He was... CM Punk honestly is was the fastest rising star in the WWE hands down. He beat out Randy Orton. He beat out he basically beat out John Cena. And that's a bold statement. You can't I mean but you see my problem with this like you cannot WWE this is why I said uh at the end of the year that WWE is the one that really needs to improve in terms of booking. Because at least TNA knows where to put their champions. At least WCW yeah. knew how to treat their champ. Well, of course, tr- well, probably not WCW because WCW let their champions write themselves into matches and write their yeah. own paychecks. So that's kind of wrong. But, but you see what I mean. At least, sorry, shoot. No, go ahead. But you see what I mean. Uh, where I'm going with this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in TNA, you have James Storm and uh, Robert Roode. I mean, right. I mean, you have Rude, no matter who he's talking to, he's, he's in the main event. I mean, last week you had him and Sting in the main event talking. Yeah, um, like you, you had, you always made sure, you, I mean, because that's what TNA does. TNA will have matches where it builds up to the main event. They'll talk about it throughout the night like they're supposed to. They'll add up all the, other, all the factors to it. But then you always, you, when it came time, you fa- you will always feel it as the main event, and that's the truth. It's and it's unfortunate that TNA is still not 
you know, as good as WWE, it really is. And, the, and you're right, Chris, you said it earlier, they, they may be doing more damage than damage control, but considering the fact that they treat their champions like champions and not rookies, jobbers, or people in a doghouse. Hey, I'm, I'm quoting every kayfabe shirt, by the way. I hope you notice this. You know, it, it just really, it really goes to show why I like WWE, why TNA, or, or why why I like TNA, why Chris likes TNA, why a lot of T, why a lot of wrestling radio hosts give TNA a chance. You know, yeah. So I mean, is it, the thing with TNA, and I know we've got a bit, bit, bit of subject here. I was saying the other day, it's kind of like the Dark Horse, right? People wanted to people wanted to wanted to succeed, right? But they won't put their money where their mouth is. And uh, and like okay, I know there are people on the network on on SNS like JJ who have for the last nine years have paid money, right? So I'm not thinking in this. But there are other people who are sitting and go TNA is bad, TNA is bad. But and they won't invest the time or money to seeing why it's good or bad. They t- they they jump on the cool train. They, they go oh yeah, TNA sucks because everyone thinks it sucks. Wrestling is about opinion, right? And I forge my own own opinion. That's why I'm hardly on Twitter or Facebook during a pay per view event. Because I want to make my own opinion. If you if you read what happens and then watch it, you have an opinion based on based on the reporter, right? Right. I like to make my own opinion. That's why. That's why. Whenever someone says something, sucks, I go, "Okay, yeah, it sucks." But that's your opinion. My opinion is different to, to your opinion. Your opinion is not better than my opinion. We're all humans. We're all the same. And if if, if you don't like TNA, simple. Just don't watch it. Just book away. Not that hard. Yeah. But, see, that that's what I mean. There, there. I mean, JJ Sexay said on Wrestling News Live before that he's doing a boycott on TNA because of the way they're handling things. He hasn't watched TNA. He's not even covering TNA's uh, events on, on, for, their, for the post show. He's not doing any of that. And that's the way he, people should do it. If you don't like TNA, don't watch TNA. It's that easy. It's that easy. Don't hate on TNA. If you're going to, if you're going to like give TNA a chance, give him a chance. Be open-minded. You know what I mean? And I hope a lot of people can follow in those footsteps. And I want to know your opinion on TNA Wrestling. Hit me up, 408-293-0870. I would love to know your opinions on TNA Wrestling at this point. They got rid of Vince Russo. They brought in Bruce Pritchard. And uh, who else? Bruce Pritchard and David Lagana. Eric Bischoff yep. is in there. Eric Bischoff. For as bad as he did in WCW, you gotta admit he still has the mind for the business, you know. And and on a random random note, it looks like Sean Sean Waltman will be in WWE thirteen. <laughs> because, will this be Will this be before or after China? Well, because remember, there's two sides. If 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 only we weren't PG, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I might, I might just have to like, just like record like a segment after after this, just so I, I, record, I, I, I record, not like a non-PG here's, man. Here's but, my um, challenge for you, then, Chris. Here's my challenge. Rec- you have all the recording stuff at your house too, in your in your house, eight thousand miles away from me in England. Jolly, oh England. Um, no, 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 that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> that's racist. Okay, just want to know the boundaries. Um, <laughs> Hey, hey, right, is that, is that true? Hey, mate, hand me a spliff. I, I want to get high. <laughs> oh, I want to be like Maverick. Come on. Yeah. See, how do I feel? I can neither confirm nor deny 
about any medicinal usage that I have in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, back to ball. Back to raw. CM Punk. You're gonna get me in trouble, dude. Honestly, come on now, buddy. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let us know. Ed, let, you know. Hit us up, 408-293-0870. I would love to get your open opinions on anything with TNA Wrestling and, you know, why why people should... If, if you want to give it a chance, if you don't want to give it a chance, I really want to know. So hit us up. Okay, so this match ends in a no contest when um, Daniel Bryan tries to walk out. Um, CM Punk then walks out and then he gets jumped by Jericho. Jericho then locked in, locked in the Lion Tamer, not the Water Jericho. He locked in the, the Lion Tamer. Did you mark out like I did? Every, I did. I mark out every time I see the Lion Tamer on WWE television. I really I do. have to wonder, right, in a quite sarcastic way, if someone within the year would listen to this podcast, because you and I last week were debating the last time he used the, the, the Lion Tamer. Yeah, I. you know what? I have a feeling, and I've always felt this way for a while, I think WWE has a uh, has like a mole on my Facebook. Well, I never <laughs> felt that that, we, that I've had a few visits to headlocks from WWE HQ. Have they I, have they uh, complained? No, but I mean I can trace like where every single thing comes from, like every single hit. Yeah, and it and it came from WWE HQ. And I, I and, to, and to check, I went on their, their I went on their corporate website, and it was like, holy dear lord! You want to know? Be... You want to know what I think? What, how I think it happened for for WWE stalking me? I think it started way back when I was like seven, and I got a wrestling ring for Christmas, and a, and I, my folks think someone like forged Hulk Hogan's autograph uh, when uh, when he signed the uh, the to and from thing. Um, but like my little kid mind thought, oh my God, Hulk Hogan, he sent this to me. (laughs) So that's probably when it started. I mean, it could be him. It could be from then. It could not be. I don't know. I can't either confirm or deny that, but I'm, I'm, I'm convinced I'm being stalked by WWE. Ah, not PG. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, that's okay. I'll, okay, next up we had KG. And by the way, by the way, WWE, that's fine. I want you to stalk me. I want you to hear me because I matter. In your own little world, yes. Um <laughs> Next up we had K2 versus Nikki Bella. Um um can I can I just get that match? Um no, <laughs> Kenny Kenny wins. Um I think we all pa- wanted to skip that match. That was 5 minutes that we can never get back. Apparently, Beth Phoenix isn't good enough for one nowadays. Um, next up, we have Georgina versus The Miz in a WrestleMania rematch. Man, they made Miz look like a total you-know-what. He, like... Yes, he had some offense, but that was still a squash match. He got squished. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Next up, we had a cool match, what I liked. We had a three-way tag team contest for the tag titles. In the we words... In the words of Shane Mai at All Pro Wrestling, ain't nothing in the world like a Northern California three-way. Is that PG? I don't know. <laughs> I think we'll, it is. Right, we'll, we'll find out if if we go back and listen on the archive and, and, and after that night it goes, beep, <laughs> like an, an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we had R-Truth and Kingston, Dolph Ziggler and Swagger, Primo and Epico. 
Question is, why did they not include the Usos? The the Usos are arguably the best tag team in WWE right now. Yeah, but they, and, I don't know. and they're the only legitimate WWE team left. Well, them and, and well, Epico and and, and uh, Primo. But yeah. I mean, as far as like dynamics go, the Usos are amazing, and they have and they have a legendary father, and they have an amazing entrance. I love that well, war dance they do in the beginning oh, of it. Oh, the 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 the, the, haka, the, the haka. Oh yeah, I love it. That honestly, that's why I watch uh, New Zealand All Blacks rugby, and that's why I I'm over on uh, I, I'm really into the Usos because they do the war dance. Although I don't, now, I, although I really don't like the background like drums they do. I think if they do it without the drums and just you know haka, yell it haka, out, haka, haka, haka. yeah, without the drums and just do that, I think that would be even better. But that's just me. So Primo and Epco win from the match. You know what? Kane decided that, that that he hates tag teams. I think I, I think Kane was actually being possessed by by Vince McMahon. <laughs> He's like Kane, take out those tag champions right now. Mwah, ha, 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 ha. Like, I believe. Have hey, you, seen, you know what? I believe that. Have you seen uh, the, the the show on WWE's YouTube? Um, Are you serious, bro? I where love, they have that is my favorite WWE content show. Right. So imagine, okay, instead of there being a Triple H puppet, there's a Vince McMahon puppet in the backstage. Now, mo ha ha ha, Kane, mo ha ha ha, take out those tag teams, which are mo ha 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 ha. And it would be, it would be like the worst tag team moments in WWE history. It would be a Kane puppet, and for some reason, you know what? This is why I would love to see uh, a Botchamania thing like that. I, I just I really don't would. see why they. I mean, uh, Kane taking out the whole tag division had no point or purpose, unless no. uh, like a tweet to uh, Shane Helms. Oh, it looks it looks like Kane wants to wants to tag titles again. And, and yes, he can do it on himself. Just ask that Shane Helms. <laughs> Kane can win belts on himself. Yeah, he can. Um, next up, we had... Um, I mean, you know what? I think he's actually defended the tag team titles yeah. when he was tagged with Big Show when Big Show was injured. Well, I know for sure he defended it when he was with Hurricane because he won the, the ladder match when Jeff Hardy was healed for like two weeks. Right. That that there that there should be on Botchmania. When Jeff Hardy was healed for two, three weeks, following like a six-month total loss. I think the entire 90 seconds of his match against Sting should be in Botchamania. The entire match. To be fair, it probably was at some point. Um, (laughs) Next up, we got Big Show and Sheamus taking on Mark Henry and Cody Rhodes. Sheamus and Big Show win. Um, But of course, Sheamus is is building towards Mania, whilst Big Show is apparently going to be feuding with Cody Rhodes, if you will. Um, if you will. Next up, we have road. The Rock. The Rock comes out and says, yes, he has goosebumps, as well as his script on his arm. Um, <laughs> he said that, that he's, he's going to get boots to arse is trending. Wait, can, can, I, can I say the, the word arse on, on radio? Uh, oh, wait, wait. Uh, you know, I don't know about that. I was quoting The Rock. I, you were quoting The Rock. It should be okay. Um, if not, just just send your hate mail to Maverick running the website. Hey, 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 no, send it to Chris Kelly at hotmail.co.uk. That won't go anywhere to me, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's the right one. Though, no, so. it's not. <laughs> some some poor guys who get hate mail. Um, 
And the, the thing that I noticed about Raw, about no, sorry, about the Rock in general, he is too Twitter heavy. Everything he says has to trend worldwide on Twitter. Bootstraps, uh, cow um, kung pao chicken. Had this, I don't get it. Why is he so interested in Twitter? I don't get Why it. Why is he so I interested really in Chinese food? Was he going to a Chinese restaurant later that night? That I think I think though. it was um, Trey that, that said it on WNL. Maybe that's what they had in catering. <laughs> hey, WWE, hey, you know what? WWE does listen to Wrestling News Live. You know, TNA had a, had a really nice uh, catering as well. I When I when I went to, to a Band of Glory to watch the, the uh, Jeff, Jeff Hardy DVD, they had an, an all-you-can-eat all buffet. I just stopped up on chicken because I hadn't eaten all, like, for three days. I just ate all the chicken. I was like, yes, mine. Ha, ha, ha. Don't know what I need. I need one of those uh, Triple H puppets from, uh, from Are You Serious, bro? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the Rock, talked about, talk, the Rock talked about him saying that he never left again because he never left the E, but he was still in the universe and blah, blah, blah. Out comes John Cena. John Cena humbles the Rock, metaphorically and literally. The senior, senior gets, just gets the yeah. upper hand. He points out every single flaw in the Rock's argument. Uh-huh. Senior leaves. Senior's there for like, what, two minutes, three minutes? And he owns the Rock. Literally owns the Rock. And then the Rock ends up going, if you smell, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's how it ends. And what's funny is that John Cena was out there for like, what, two minutes, maybe five and in yeah. that in that short amount of time compared to the rest of the time that Rock was in the ring, as soon as Cena came out, said what he had to say, and walked out, you could literally hear the Rock stepping all over himself at the end. And, yeah. you, and, and the fans knew that. The fans could see that or could hear it. And they started yeah. to boo the Rock. If you If you go back and listen, they started to boo him. And it was really, it was really interesting to see. It was like a way to, uh, how do I say it? It's a way to uh, see exactly how much rust the Rock actually has. And like, uh, I, I want to be clear. I'm not saying that that it a bad promo or anything like that. It was a good no, promo. It really was his job. What? It really wasn't. And it, it was just that the, the Rock kind of seemed kind of like, kind of. I don't know how I would say it. He just seemed kind of um, nervous, I guess. I don't know. Right. I'm not quite sure how I would term it. He just seemed a bit off. Uh, yeah, but you got to remember, Rock's been out for been really out of the wrestling ring for a long time. He's had a couple of appearances. He's only had one match since he's like saying he's coming back. Yeah. So. I mean, there's still rust. Now, for you, I I have a question, Mike. Okay. What's the difference between The Rock returning for one match for a paycheck and Chris Jericho returning for a paycheck? The Rock is not on the main roster. So, I mean, like we like we read that that report about how the boys in the back that were upset about The Rock stealing their spot, right? Yes. Why are they, why are they not upset with uh, Jericho? Because you know that's a very good question. Oh, whoa, why am I going there? Um, that's a really good question. 
I think that when you have a uh, I'm trying to think, if you have a way for Chris Jericho, they're not mad at Chris Jericho. I really don't know why. I mean, he can go for a world tour and not come back for five, six years. He hasn't been back since what? His last match before this current run was 2007? No. Two, or 2008? He, no, he, I swear he's oh, there in, in, in 09. Oh, no. You, you know what? Yeah, you're right. It was 09. I'm wrong. So, like, 2009 was, like, the last time he's been around. He's been gone for two, year, two three years, and now he's back. And now he says, oh, uh, the world's going to end. As, the world, as you know it, is going to end. Well, bro... The world didn't end at Rumble. The world didn't end in Elimination Chamber. You got knocked the F out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Jericho sorry. was last seen at... Yeah, on... Uh, yeah, he was there in 2010. He, he, he left in 2010. September. Oh, okay, so he's been out, so he's been out since... For, for two years. Yeah. For, 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 all, for about, about over a year. Because since September of 10 to now, yeah. So over a year. So, I mean, The Rock, they're not mad at Chris Jericho because Chris Jericho never uh, left as long as The Rock did. He's never, he because Jericho still has the talent to come back. He hasn't really lost the ring rust. But at the same time, I, I find his character now boring. I mean, really, really boring. And that's really sad, because Chris Jericho can really make a good character out of himself. Do you know what I find funny, and, and, and this is totally off, off subject, do you know how uh, WWE sets up like pages for their, their like online, for their, their superstars? Uh-huh. Like, it's like, for example, Eve Toys dash WWE Universe. Well, there's one for Jeff Hardy. And it, it, it now it, it's still on the like on the official WWE dot com webpage, but it's now promoting TNA, and they are updating it weekly with 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 with, with his TNA news. That there is an epic fail by, by WWE Universe. <laughs> Just promote the living, you know what, out of <laughs> out of uh, TNA. But um, okay, and I I never were like, oh yeah, Rock's back. Okay, also look look at Taker. Okay. The Rock this in, has wrestled more matches come Mania than Taker in the last year. Well, yeah, like they. What What's funny about that is that we know, like the, the entire IWC, all the wrestling fans know that The Rock already accomplished absolutely everything he could in the WWE. He 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 conquered. Uh, coming, he he came in. Then he was a heel. He was a good heel, by the way. Yeah. And then he goes on to do his first... And then he goes on... Uh, to become The Rock. From, to become The Rock. He went from Rocky Maivia to become uh, The Rock Rocky Maivia in, in The Nation. He took over The Nation. And then he basically killed The Nation, <laughs> which was funny. And... Then he became one of the greatest heels of all time by aligning himself with Vince McMahon and uh, feuding against Stone Cold Steve Austin, setting off a huge amount of events, and and really like setting the tone for WWE 
to make something out of his character to really define the Attitude Era. And, it, and I could see where it's coming. I could see where you're coming from on this. You know, the reason why people aren't mad at Chris Jericho is because Chris Jericho, it's, it's, it feels like Chris Jericho gives up, goes on a tour with Fozzie, and comes back. I, yeah. I, 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 I would not be surprised to know that people are more mad, are going to be more mad at Chris Jericho than The Rock. When The Rock, it, w- w- but at the same time, some of the newer guys like Dolph Ziggler, CM Punk, uh, all these other guys are coming in and saying, you know what? We're trying to make a name for ourselves, and yet you put us on the back burner because your boy, Dwayne Johnson, wants to come back in and take the spotlight that I was supposed to have, and yet... You're gonna, yeah. You're gonna give him priority over the entire roster. But here's here's the argument that that I that I heard on the new live from Trey, right? Surely that's the fault of the roster and the and the E for not being able to create stars. It is. It really is. And you're absolutely right. It, it, it's not. It, it's not the WWE's fault for coming in saying, you know what, we need a ratings booster. So, because apparently you guys aren't doing jack for yourselves, so we're gonna bring in the Rock. We're gonna bring in someone who knows what he's doing, so that you people could sit there in the locker room. You guys could be divas, and we're gonna have the Rock come on to show you how it's done. I mean, I think there's only one guy that's really kind of ready for the, the, the mainstream like main event, Dolph Ziggler. Yes, he is. Yes, he's ready. They just need to, to to decide when they pull the gun. It's amazing. Gun. It's amazing how the Spirit Squad produced like a couple of decent stars. And yeah, that, I mean, that's that, that's I, sad. I mean, I didn't even mind Kenny when 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 Kenny was on Tanam and he had that little uh, storyline with Tara. I'm um, Kenny Dykstra. But the, the the thing with Ziggler, I I don't think Ziggler was ever actually meant to achieve anything because when because when you look at his name, Dove Ziggler, that there doesn't scream out. Some, some, something that they can market. Ziggler's done this no. all for himself. No, it screams out mid-card. It really does. But then at the same time, so did The Miz. So did CM Punk. So did uh, Jack Swagger. Jeff Hardy. So did Jeff Hardy. You know, these guys are, you know, I, a, lot of, a lot of us fans would see these guys as mid-card wrestlers. As mid-card superstars. We wouldn't see these guys as the main event, the top spot, but then you see them with the WWE belt, the world title, all this other stuff. That's insane. We, we never expected this. No, and, and, and it's, no, really, I, I, it's I, a really good thing to show that, you know, they they can handle the belt, and it's really cool. And of course, yes, we've seen Ziggler be a champion, but that, 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 that was for like, what, two seconds? <laughs> yes. Literally two seconds. I think he just needs to be given the time, the effort, and the, just the, the run. I think when when Rock goes away again, which he will do, Ziggler will be there because Ziggler just needs that. This he's a show off. He knows it. He's a great wrestler. He knows it. He, he can talk on the microphone. But it's scary that that his best promos are actually on Zack Ryder's YouTube channel. Have you heard some of the like like some of the promos that he's cut on YouTube? I've I've seen the promos he's cut on on True Long Island IZ, and what's funny about it is that. They sound like really old school promos, and that's what I love. The guy can talk, dude. I haven't I, honestly. Z- Dolph Ziggler has definitely channeled old school Mister Perfect. Oh, yep. he did. Just all you got to do: bring in Lanny Poffo, and you're good. 
Bring in the genius and have him do a little poem so you could cut a promo right after him, dude. Then you got perfect perfection. I remember speaking on Twitter to Dove Diggler. I, 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 I was like, hey, Dolph, uh, who, who do you model yourself after? And he goes, well, I, I, I think he's had to say Mr. Mr. Perfect and Billy Gunn. I was like, it yeah, really well, is. you, you're, re- you really are is. that damn good. And, and that's what I love about some of these newer guys. Uh, it's that they want to do they, – they, they really want to – bring back all this nostalgia for it they they're starting to bring back the uh mid intro promos you know where they cut where where they they put the entrances on one screen and then have them do the the little promo on the other they do all this other great stuff for it and to me i think it's amazing as soon as they did that old school raw back in 2010 i i i marked i of course i marked out i was marking out like a child oh are you kidding me um, but then now it's like they're they're applying some of that on the uh, on the on the on the the new new superstars nowadays. They did it for Kofi I mean, Kingston, Dolph Ziggler, Jack Swagger, and a lot of other stuff. It's really cool. I still think that uh, that Eve's Hill, uh, Eve's Hilton is old school. They they're giving a diva credit uh, an, an actual storyline. Yeah, it's not it's not um, it's not new. And that's what's, that's what's crazy about it. Honestly, I think uh, who would you compare this to? Like, like I'm trying to think Lisa of someone or Trish. Because when Lee, when Lee, no, oh, so see, when that's Trish... that's not old school enough for me, dude. Old school for me is like '80s wrestling. Yeah, but I mean, it's old school in terms of what that happened. When was WrestleMania? When did Christian face Jericho at Mania? When did when now? Jericho faced Christian at Mania, and Trish turned heel. Oh, I remember that. Uh, that 20? was no, 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 no. Uh, I think it was twenty one, two thousand five. It was the one where they went to Hollywood. Uh, I believe. No, oh, no, that was that was the one where CM Punk was one of the gangsters. That was WrestleMania twenty three. Was it? Uh, 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 no, it was WrestleMania twenty. Was it WrestleMania twenty? Yep. Okay. I have that on DVD. When, I should watch it again. That was a good match, been, too. That's when Taker returned. Um, then, you know, you're right, though. The, I mean, that does that does scream Trish Stratus. And that, I mean... I, I think I, she's backstage now. It, it was funny because, like, of course, uh, uh, we had Maria on, on the show, and she talked about uh, the whole uh, Natty Nightheart gimmick with her farting. Trish, Trish is currently on a media tour, right? and she's been talking about Natty, and she said that giving... Tri- uh, that giving Natty, a fighting game is a good idea. And I've been saying, and, and I even put on Twitter, is Trish that out of touch with wrestling? Um, yeah. Because. I don't think so. Because, yes, I know Trish had the gimmick where she barked like a dog, right? But the, the difference is, at that time, Trish was not a wrestler, was she? Natty is a known wrestler. Trish had to go away, come back, and then learn how to wrestle. Yeah. Natty is a we know Nat, we know that Natty's a wrestler. Natty, Natty does not need some stupid gimmick. Natty can wrestle, and that's what I say when people try, try and compare. I'm like, no, you can't compare it. It's different. Trish was not a wrestler. She was an eye candy. Natty can wrestle. Well, see, in Trish's blown. case, though, dude, in Trish's case, Trish went from being the valet, the very busty valet, I might add, to of TNA. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> no, no, she was. What was she? What was she? She was the uh, no, the right. of, of TNA. Of TNA, yeah. T- Tess and Oliver, yeah. I get it. <laughs> it took me a second to process for a second. But no, you're right. It uh, They went from that to actually her training to be a diva or or female wrestler because she won the women's title, not the divas title. She ain't there. Um, into now what's being you into into how she's being known for as a former WWE women's te- women's champion as an inspiration for the WWE divas everywhere as one of the best divas during the attitude era if not the late attitude era you know i mean Trish Stratus had a way to to do it and i think now that she's being involved with tough enough and now, of course, with Eve, and she's getting herself back out into the mainstream. I think it's a good way for her to come back to WWE. I still think that Trish is is is, is out of touch with wrestling. Yeah, but then again, I mean, how how he like that's kind of like giving I don't know. Okay, pick someone on the roster. Okay, that that that'd be like giving CM Punk gimmick where he needs to go for a pee every ten seconds during a match. Well, I think about it this way: I'd rather have her come back to the WWE. Then keep Vicky Guerrero around. No, um, uh, no, you can't, you can't say that because Vicky's the manager. Vicky, not, I'd rather have Trish any, any day of the week over like uh, over like the Bella Twins. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, and I, and I, I know I'm going to kind of get sidetracked, but man, I'm looking at the card for the uh, for the ROH 10th anniversary show. Stacked card to the moon. I was actually looking at at that earlier. Um, yeah, uh, we'll go ahead and, and, and oh, where'd it go? There it is. It's going to be great for those that are in the New York area. Uh, you guys, I'm jealous. You know why? Because you got I, a stacked, stacked card for Ring of Honor, and I can't and I, wait to see that. And I hate you guys as well, because, it, cause, dude, it's 10 bucks to get in, to buy online or to watch it live. It's a uh, when you go there live. I think is this the uh, the Mar- is this the one for March fourth or March fourth? Yeah, March fourth. Yeah, fifteen bucks for tickets, which is really good price. Um, no, sorry, it's March. Yeah, March. March. Yeah, March fourth. Uh, yeah. March fourth. It's going to be Homicide taking on the Prodigy Mike Bennett in a special attraction match um, with Maria. with Brutal Bob and the beautiful Maria Canellis. And also, uh, if you go there live, you get to meet her before yes. the show. And she, I bet she looks stunning in person. Did you not see her match against Winter at the um, FEW event? No, I Where's didn't. She, yeah, because she won the women's title there. Oh, nice! Uh, in the in the green in the green outfit that's 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 that she talks about. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> in a in a glory by honor X glory by honor X ten ten tag team match. Wrestling's greatest tag team, Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin, back together, Ring of Honor, take on the All Night Express, Rhett Titus and Kenny King in a spe- in a special action tag team match. The Amazing Red and Technical Lightning, T.J. Perkins, take on the House of Truth, Unbreakable, Michael Elgin and Roderick Strong with Truth Martini. Hate that name, by the way. <laughs> um, chug, 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 chug. <laughs> in a no DQ grudge match, Jimmy Jacobs. Who cut a? You know, honestly, Jimmy Jacobs cut a really good promo on the last uh, on on the latest ROH News Wire. I want everyone to see that. Uh, at, 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 uh, ROHWrestling.com. 
Uh, but Jimmy Jacobs is going to take on wrestling's worst nightmare, Kevin Steen. Uh, that's going to be a great grudge match. Um, I think. To, to watch. I think the funniest thing that I, that I remember about about uh, ROH was last year when they were having. It, it, I think it was Death Before Dishonor, and they had uh, Steen come out and like he had been to cut a promo saying how uh-huh. he was sorry to 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 ROH. He goes F ROH. Like he actually dropped the F bomb. I was like, <laughs> "Wow!" Yeah, and, and, and all, all all the fans, all the the fans hold ROH in such high regard. And to hear someone say that about Ring of Honor, you got an ECW right on your hands, buddy. Pretty <laughs> so, much. Yeah. Anyway, uh, now we're getting into the main events here. The the for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship. Jay Lethal defends his title against the dominant male Tommaso Ciampa with the embassy. And that's going to be a good match. I'm a big fan of Jay Lethal. I hope you are too. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Black Machismo. I got to I gotta get a Black Machismo promo for the intro. Um, Jay and Mark Briscoe defend the ROH World Tag Team Championship against former TNA. Well, I don't know if they won the TNA Tag Team Championships. Nah. But they were a bit, former TNA tag team. Great, great pair of talent here. Uh, the Young Bucks. But 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 we found out they don't shake people's hands. We found that out. Why? D- didn't you know that's why they weren't offered a deal by, de- by WWE? Oh, yeah, because they, they're not. Okay. Because... I mean, because of course I got to interview them on, on Unplugged. Basically, what it was was uh, they got a tryout in, in the E. And Booker T went on Twitter saying uh, that the Young Bucks never shook hands. And then they, they came on the show going, yes, we did shake hands. It's just Booker being a douchebag. Um, well, you can not you, you can say D-bag, but not the whole word. I'm just letting you know. D-bag, okay. <laughs> uh, and, but finally, for in, the, in the main event of the evening, ROH World Champion Davey Richards ta- uh, tags with Kyle O'Reilly to take on diehard Eddie Edwards and Adam Cole. That's going to be a great tag team match. And as you know, in ROH, tag team wrestling matters. Yes. I think I think there and uh, all pro wrestling and PWG and yeah. Everywhere else but WWE and TNA apparently. <laughs> Basically, yeah. That's, that's the uh, demo consensus <laughs> there. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and take our last commercial break when we come back. We're going to have a lot more. I want everyone to stay tuned because for special uh, Unchained and SNS special right after the show, right after uh, we get finished here, it's going to be a very great interview with, um, what's it called? Uh, Oh, yeah, sorry. I was sidetracked. With uh, Supermax Sean Hernandez right here. On running the ropes. Stay tuned. We'll be right back, everybody. I have voices in my head. They counsel me. They understand. They talk to me. Since 1996, Audio Wrestling has been getting in the ring as your definitive source for all your wrestling desires. Interviews with some of pro wrestling's biggest stars. Providing you with a wide selection of award-winning wrestling shows from past and present. 
such as Ministry of Slam, Monday Night Mayhem, In Your Head, WrestleCast, Sunday Night Showdown, Wrestling News Live, Between the Ropes, RVD Radio, WrestleCast, and Wrestle Talk Radio, and many others. If you can't get enough Mad Mania, climb into the ring with Audio Wrestling, www.audiowrestling.com, and check out all the real voices of wrestling radio. Audio Wrestling, keeping you tuned in since 1996. This is Big Vito, and all I gotta tell you is listen to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. That's Running the Ropes at the Unchained Wrestling Network. Because I'm the Pomerati of hard shots to the body. That Pizon has got it going on. That poor Italian guy from SI. And it might be boost the asses, but for ratings, it's up to your stress. Go ahead and retweet that. Does listening to Wrestling News Live make you a smarter, more knowledgeable wrestling fan? Would the Trey Dog drink Velvet Sky's bathwater? <sighs> well, hello there, Velvet. some good bath water, baby. Ow. Listening to Wrestling News Live does make you a smarter, more knowledgeable wrestling fan, although it will not save you any money on your car insurance. Courtesy of Beyond the Bell, Nature Boy Ric Flair presents the Seasons of Pro Wrestling. 560, 41,000, well, what this? 560, 41,000, 213, well, what, 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 560, 41,000, well, what, this, recognize nostalgia and want to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling and sports entertainment go beyond the bell every week on the sns radio network hey you yeah i'm talking to you have you checked out the new unplugged on friday night well if you haven't make sure you check out 
the new Unplugged Friday Nights with JJ Sexay at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 Mountain Standard Time, where JJ covers Smackdown, video games, and whatever the hell else he feels like. See you in chat. Your beauty queen, Miss USA, slash Miss Self Enough, Rima for Peace. I just want you to all know that this is the best station in the house. I'm running the ropes with the Unchained Wrestling Network, baby. All right, welcome back to Running the Ropes right here on the Unchained Wrestling Network, SNS Radio Network, and the and KJCC Real Campus Radio. You know what? I feel comfortable in the studio today. I don't know what what it is about coming in every week, but it's it's just so fun. Uh, but anyways, the fact the fact that you're in a, a actual studio and I'm not. Yeah, where are you? Get on a right plane. Now. Get on a plane and come here to San Jose right now, Chris. I want my coffee. Get me my oh. coffee. My friend is going some is going somewhere near LA next week, but well, that's eight I'm hours saying, away from me. I'm not going that far. Hey, hey I mean, I'll go to LA. There's people there that I'd love to meet. I'd go, LA. but I mean, like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'd go, but I don't have the car for it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, uh, I know who does. I think, like, when I do it in, in, in my mind, the mathematics case, do I go to meet you, which is a dude, or do I go eight hours the other way and meet Miss USA? And a former diva, and, and Miss USA, former Miss USA, Rima Faki, the the who, who, who was picked as female interview of the year by the Wrestling Radio Awards. I'm so proud of that interview. Even though, even though, and I I, I look back on it, I really breathed into the mic a lot during that interview. <laughs> and yeah, because that was the interview where. For some reason, Scott was like, nope, Chris, you, you will not be part of the interview. So I was here just feeding Mav lines, like, Mav, take this food, eat it. Yeah. Who who and was who who said that? Oh, no, Skype said right. that. That's yeah, right, because you were having like, no. problems with your Skype. That's right. I remember that. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was your Skype being lame. That's what it was. <laughs> but do you know what? Right? If we can get the interview with Maria to win, it, to win an interview, interview the year again, females... That makes me a three-time winner of the same award in a row. Yeah, I I need to find a, a, a new show again. And I'll go that one again. Did it with unplugged? Did it with RTR? I I need a new show, and then I, I go I get I get that for a third time a third time in a, in a row. I think that when um I. I I I it's funny with some of the stuff I look back on. Like I look. I randomly look back at different shows like I like just this past uh this past week I listened to the uh what was it the Carrie Silken interview and thought we got to get more Ring of Honor guys. And I I I I I kept thinking about it like we could get really good interviews with a lot of Ring of Honor guys but I don't want to like bore them with all our WWE talk and TNA talk and all that. But 
it's just going to be crazy. So I, I think I think we, what I here's what I'm going to do for for the fans that that really want me to bring in more guys. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start watching more Ring of Honor. And it, it's, you, it's really you funny. A member of their website I'm, of the free one. I'm not a member of the the Ringside members. Yeah, but the 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 only difference is the fact that um the fact that they put up the TV for the for the paid on Monday and for free on Tuesday. That so yeah, so I'm gonna go back and, and start watching more of that um, because I really do want to watch it. I, I really do. Um, the, I did download a couple of episodes uh, on Xbox Live, so I, I'm gonna start watching. I'm gonna watch that again when they were doing the uh, the young the young person cup. I forget what they called it, but. Um, yeah, I want to start watching it more. I think it'll be fun. Plus, I, I really want to. I really want to like uh, sweeten the pot for Jim Cornette because I really want to get Jim Cornette on because you know, like, he is get, my god as far as wrestling is concerned. You know, like, if we get Jim Cornette, I'm pretty sure I'll be getting a Skype call from one them, and then we'll be asking to, for, for a transfer for one show. <laughs> he, so that he's that gonna he's gonna want to take your spot on this show. Yeah, if I want to, I'll be go, I'll, I'll go do why, and he'll, he'll be here. <laughs> so, Mister Cornette, can I start kissing your feet yet? What? <laughs> <laughs> Poor him. But Poor yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm sure any wrestling radio show would love to get Jim Cornette on. I mean, the guy's—he's fun to talk to. Well, it's, it's weird because I was reading a report the other day that apparently some talents are frustrated with Jim Cornette being in, in, in ROH. Why? No, I, I didn't really read all of it, but apparently they feel like they're kind of like bogging down the, the product. It really isn't. Because when you look at it, Jim Cornette, is, you know, you may not like not many people would like him. And I'm sure he's had problems with some of the indie guys in Ring of Honor. I'm sure he's, you know, some of them. I'm neither confirming nor denying that he has, but I'm I wouldn't be surprised. But you gotta remember something. When you have a lesser known company like Ring of Honor, you know, become truly independent from the mainstream and just really work on the independent level, you need to have a big name in wrestling. You have to do it. There's no other way around it, and that's the funny thing. So I think what what if anyone would have a problem with Jim Cornette being in Ring of Honor saying, "Oh, he's going to bog down the product." Stop being a diva. Stop being a diva and just work with it. Nah, you need the big name. You're lucky to have Jim Cornette and, you know, and and you know, just be nice about it. It's not hard. I agree, I agree. So Anyway, so what? So, do you have, have any more news to to talk about? Uh, no. I think that's actually going to do it for us. I was actually planning on ending it now, anyway. So, uh, sounds good for for you guys listening in the archive. This is a special archive uh, edition. We uh, edition extra, I should say. We're going to feature uh, an interview, a great interview we've had w- with. Uh, with former TNA Tag Team Champion uh, Sean Hernandez, aka Supermax, it's going to be really good. And uh, 
yeah, that's going to do it for us right here on Running the Ropes live. Again, live recording. Gotta love it. Right here on the SNS Radio Network, the Unchained Wrestling Network, and KJCC Real Campus Radio. Online at live365.com, keyword KJCC, and at kjccradio.tk. And uh, for Chris Kelly, I'm Brian Maverick Bertrand saying, see you later, everybody. Peace. <laughs> that was just for you, Chris. Thank you. All right, welcome back to Running the Ropes right here on the Unchained Wrestling Network, SNS Radio Network, and KJCC Real Campus Radio. Brian Maverick Bertrand with you once again, and always here with me to my right on my computer, Mr. Chris <laughs> Kelly from HeadlocksHeadlines.com. And with us on the phone line right now, uh, former TNA Tag Team Champion Hernandez. Hernandez, what's going on? What's going on, fellas? I'm here chilling in Houston playing Xbox. Oh, what are you playing? Uh, NCAA college football. Oh, nice. I, I, I'm ac- I've actually started just playing Madden 12 myself. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So you play, you play real. You play real football. I understand. Real football, yeah. <laughs> hey, not, <laughs> not, nothing wrong with real football, especially when you could import the the roster from NCAA and all the draft players and all that. So that's pretty fun. No, no doubt, man. That's awesome. <laughs> so uh, we haven't seen you on TV. I mean. We're, since Bound for Glory, since, I, I believe. I think so, yeah, since Bound for Glory. What, what's Supermax been up to since since then? Um, I haven't been on uh, TNA TV since, like, maybe the first or second week of December. But this, I've been doing house shows for them, and I run a small promotion in San Antonio called River City Wrestling, and they, they run monthly shows, and this – Chilling at the house with the kids, brother. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, has there been... How can I say this? Um, Chris, you want to go ahead and take the next question? Well, like, <laughs> I, <laughs> thanks for that. Thanks for that. Um, I have yeah, trademark so, uh, brain farts, by the way. <laughs> I, I was just reading, and I didn't know that you actually once wrestled for the WWF as a jobber. I mean, I didn't really know that. I mean, how how did that come about? Um, well, actually, I, you know, I... I started wrestling a lot. You know, I got trained in 97 and started wrestling in 98, 99. And uh, I got a, a chance to do a, a dark match with them, and they liked it. I wrestled Crash Holly for the first mm-hmm. time. and But I had less than 70 match experience. So, I mean, I was green as grass. But, you know, it, it was a cool experience, and I had a couple more with them. But, you know, I don't like that style at all at the time. You know, it's... I'm more like a, you know, I'm more than a lucha style with a lot of action and more athleticism, not just talking on the mic and stuff like that. So I kind of steered away from that style. Now, now, um, so when it came to TNA, why did you choose TNA at first uh, as opposed to WWE? Uh, well, I was actually I was in TNA for about about two three months back in 2003. And um, I guess things didn't work out, or they, you know, they were going a different direction. And I, w- I went back to Mexico to wrestle. I was wrestling in a mask down there as Mr. Texas. And uh, they just happened to call me like three years later. Hey, we, we need a big Hispanic guy. 
to play this role with LAX. I said, let me finish this mass. You know, I was doing a feud, a mass versus mass feud. I said, let me finish the feud, and I'll I'll go jump a plane and see what happens. And that's how LAX, when I was in it, started. I mean, LAX started before I was there, but that's how I got into LAX. You and with speaking of LAX, have you had? I mean, it, how was was? I'm trying to think. Was there like a relationship with Conan at all? I know I've I've met him a few times in Mexico before that, but I've you know no no okay I, that's how I was I was I was I wasn't sure if you were in it during his time or not, um, no. but uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, you you were like the main guy behind LAX in the second run, I guess. So what uh, what are your thoughts on on, on Shelly Martinez and Homicide? Dude, Homicide is like my brother, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you guys worked. I'm sure you guys worked together a lot uh, before, especially in the lucha uh, leagues, lucha companies. Your thoughts on on Shelly Martinez work, working with her? Oh, Shelly's cool. They're, I mean, she's full of fun and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, for LAX, everyone's just gonna remember myself, Conan, and Homicide. I mean, that was like lightning in a bottle right there. Just all the dynamics came together all at one time, and it was just magic for like, like for a short time we were together right and w i think one of the one of the my favorite memories of lax was of course uh when hector guerrero got involved with some of your matches yeah um what was it like meeting a legend like hector guerrero out of all people hector guerrero is you know pretty much like my uncle he's you know i've, I've developed such a great uh friendship with him and he's just awesome. I mean, I can't say nothing good things about me. He he gives you the advice you need and advice you want without being pushy. You know, and not you know, not, not you know. A lot of guys in older generations are stuck in their own mentalities of how things are done. And he's very open minded. You know, if you want, if you don't want his advice, he won't give it to you. But you know, he's I can't say nothing good things, Patrick. He's awesome, man. Has there been any like advice from him that stuck out in your mind that you would share, or? Um, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, it's, he's. I mean, it's it's very interesting hearing his perspective because I mean he was a Hispanic man wrestling in the seventies and eighties, and this is, this is stuff that he's dealt with. You know, has helped me calm down and not you know just take things more in stride and everything. Uh, that's pretty cool. I, I mean, I, I haven't, I, I think the only like legends I've met, but not personally were just people like mainly local people in my area. But, um, yeah. when, uh, what I'm trying to think, were you a <laughs> fan of, uh, were you on, on, on board with breaking up LAX before, or like, was that just something that the, that the company wanted? Uh, that's that was be strictly a management decision. You know, I mean, me and me and Homicide are really good friends in and out of the ring, uh -huh. and we, you know, in our minds, we complement each other every, uh, very well in the ring. So why would you, you know, if these are if we're brothers and we do we do well together, why would you want to break that up? Yeah, I I was I I never understood why they ended up teaming teaming you with uh, Matt Morgan out, out of some people because I heard a lot of bad things about Matt Morgan being too green and all that and uh, not uh, working with that. I, but I don't know. I, you know not one of the things that, you 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 seen. 
just you know, I was you know, I, I've learned I, you know in that short time together with homicide and Conan, I've learned so much. So I just basically I was quiet and let them tell me what to do, and you know, without having an ego about it, and things flew so much smoother with me and homicide. Right. Go ahead, Chris. I, I, like, like I said before, I, I actually got to meet both Supermax and Homicide in Philadelphia. I mean, I was, I was out at the bar and I got, and like, I, know, I, was like, I was like, holy crap, it's Homicide. And he was there a bit drunk, wouldn't you say? Just a tiny. Well, was this when I, you, was this when your wallet got stolen? No, no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that would have happened, but. Now, now, now you're making insinuations that we stole his wallet. Wow. I'm actually wow. making insinuation that James Storm stole his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. That's okay then. So, <laughs> I figure. Like, like, I, I figure someone took advantage somewhere down the line. Wow. <laughs> no, that that was Ric Flair, and when so and when someone offered to buy a drink, he literally bought the whole bar a drink. There you go. I learned. I learned in Philadelphia. Never offer to buy a, a beer to James Storm and or Ric Flair, or you'll be out of money tons. <laughs> Ric Flair is just a, a whole new man on his own, man. He's in and out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, go ahead, Chris. I mean, like, like when, I, when, when I was at Bound for Glory, I mean, I got to meet you, and, I, and, I, and like I said earlier, you were a great guy to talk to. I mean, I, I asked you for a photo, you, you gave me a photo, I asked for an autograph, you gave me an autograph. And many of us just don't do that. So I just wanted to thank you on the air for being such a cool guy to meet at Bound for Glory. Brother, what's wrong with your phone? It's, uh, it's Google, man. I, it's, it's all Google Voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, pay your phone I, bill, son. Pay your phone bill. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, like, I, was, uh, I, I was saying how, how cool it was to meet you at Bound for Glory. You were a class act to talk to and share a drink with. So I, I just want to thank you on the air for being just a, a cool guy to meet at Bound for Glory. Well, I mean, why be a jerk? You know, you guys, you know, are cool. You know, most most of, most of the teammate fans are very respectful. You know, whether they like you or not, they're always you know respect what you do. So I mean, why be a jerk? That's just ridiculous. Yeah, especially when we're when you know you come out to help us and we pay for the tickets and all that. It's really it's a really a cool mutual thing. Um, but you know, I was. I I was quite upset that the fact that the Ink Ink match versus you guys got bumped off the card to the dark match because I asked having hey, fun we were, with we were, um, with hey, Savita we were, and we Vegeta. Uh, it was a dark match. It was on Facebook, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a Facebook match. <laughs> so technically, it was all free. <laughs> I would well, in the bad part about it, I don't even have Facebook. So I, I can't even see it. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now. You've been in LAX, and then you you started with Anarchia and Rosita and Ro, Rosita and Sarita with uh, L, with Mexican America. What was what was it like? Uh, which part? Which I should say uh, Latin faction did you like more, Mexican America or LAX? Uh, it's a toss up. I mean, LAX is my brother, Homicide, and Conan, who has you know the gift for gab with the with the mouthpiece and all. Right. And we were so. It was just such a dynamic at the time, but I mean, you can't beat Mexican America when you got Serena Mozina next to you, you know, with hardly any clothes every day, bros. I mean, that's. I that was, to that. You know, <laughs> apples and oranges, you really can't explain. I mean, you really can't compare. How was the, how was the tag chemistry with uh, Anarchia? 
it was different. I mean, you know, I was such used to homicide and, uh, Actually, he was, there was another gentleman that was supposed to be in his role, and that gentleman, you know, couldn't they couldn't come to terms on the visa problem or something happened, and Anarchia was, you know, a last minute replacement like I was back in 2006, and it took. I mean, the chemistry finally got there, and you know, things were going better now. There you go. I mean, I. I find it funny whenever now now they're mentioning there is a group that is based on like kind of um uh, Latinos, they always reference it to it like to uh to LAX. I mean, you've got Hunico and Epico in WWE, and people always call yeah. them a ripoff of of LAX. Yeah. I mean, Hunico kind of looks like uh, tries to look like Homicide. It looks like too, which is weird. And they're coming out and they're coming out with like more of the low rider bikes, which are cool. And yeah, they 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 do a lot of the stuff that. Uh, I want to say that LAX did, especially during their first runs. I mean, do yeah. you think that WWE is trying to say something about uh, bringing in more of the the Latin, the Latino wrestlers, and and trying to make another LAX of their own? Well, whatever they're doing, I, I don't I don't watch the program. The only uh, wrestling I usually watch is Lucha. But uh, I've seen the Unico guy, and I guess he comes out on a bike now or something. Yeah, like yeah. like a little lowrider bicycle. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, they're just they're like anyone else. There's, you know, the Hispanic population is growing tremendously in the United States. So mm-hmm. you have to find a way to market that. You know, not just with uh, Sin Cotter with the mask, or Mister with the mask, or that guy with the car with uh, Albert. Uh, Alberto Del Rio. Del Rio, I mean, you gotta, you know, not every, you know, most Hispanics. Don't you know? Don't relate to someone with a mask on, or <laughs> you know, or someone with a really, really fancy car. So you know, you have the other dynamic with the low rider and the cholos and stuff like that. You know, they're trying to reach the whole every demographic of Hispanics, I guess, and that's very smart. Kind of like the the aspect of it. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty smart too, especially with the success they've had with Eddie Guerrero in the past. Yeah, most definitely, man. <laughs> That's kissing. That's, that's another thing they caught lightning in the bottle, man. That was, guy was great. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, as someone, as someone who's like been in the tag teams uh, uh, throughout the history of TNA, why do you think right now, kind of the tag team division is kind of watered down? I mean, back back in the day, you had guys like yourself. You had Team 3D. You had um, America's Most Most Wanted. Mich- Nowadays, Mich- you have teams kind of put together. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, some of those guys like James Stormer and, and, and Bobby Roode, those guys, you know, are great tag guys, but they've more outgrown the tag, I would think. You know, it's time for them to see what they can do on the on the single stage. Same thing with uh, Machine Guns and stuff like that. You know, in 3D, Bubba Ray, he's doing singles now, so is Devon. So, eventually, you know, he, no matter how much you like, uh, tag wrestling, you're going to always at least try, hey man, let's see what I can do singles. Do you? Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Chris. Maverick. Well, no, I'll say I agree with you. I mean, as much as people want tag team wrestling, it, in the end, about in wrestling, it, it is all about claiming to be a world champion. I mean, you can win exactly. as many tag titles as you want, like, for example, Bubba Ray, but until he wins the world title, People won't say that he's been a legend because I think in wrestling nowadays you have to win the belt at least once to be considered a legend. You hit the nail right on the head. You could be 
80 tag champions, you know, and how many tag champions were, you know, maybe they might not have been in for their tag partner, but deep down they want the, the heavyweight, you know, singles champion one, you know, at least one time by themselves. Every mm. guy does. They, they, they don't, they're lying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned before that that some some guys would benefit from going to, like, the singles division as in, as opposed to staying in the tag team division, one of my favorite matches actually featuring you was uh, your world heavyweight title shot against Kurt Angle. What was it like uh, wrestling with him? I mean, it showed a lot of your talent in the ring. Kurt Angle, I'm probably in America the best wrestler I've ever been in the ring with. I mean, that guy is so competitive and, you know, he wants the best against him. Anybody, you know, you know, you get with some wrestlers, not in TNA, but I mean, like on the indie level and stuff like that. Guys who build a bigger screen, a bigger stage. I'm sorry, and say, nah, I don't want to do this move. I don't want to take this move, and, you know, because I guess protect their character or whatever. But Kurt, he he embraces it. You know, he's he's like a machine, man. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with with a surgically repaired neck and leg and. Arm, hey, the guy's a, the guy's a monster. <laughs> nah, he's uh, he's 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 like my number one favorite wrestler in the states, bro. Hands down. That's awesome. Much respect, much respect for that guy. Now, now, recently, of course, Impact came here to England and had the tapings. Now, as someone who's been in TNA for a long time, do you think uh, TNA has kind of outgrown the Impact Zone because it's quite uh, from, from, from fans uh, fans' viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Seeing the same crowd there each week can can kind of like take away from the product. Do you think TNA needs to go out on the road more? Well, it, it, that all depends on if you know if, it, if it's financially feasible. But I mean, of course, you know, anytime we have a live event show or a TV taping, the, the crowds be more. You know, we had how we had shows in different parts of the country, like North Carolina and stuff like that, and the crowd was just crazy. You know, they, you know, you know when I saw, I saw on TV, the England guys, the England crowd was nuts. I mean, you know, then you go back to the impact zone, it's like, you know, it takes, you know, just let's all, you know, it's like putting popping the balloon, all the air just gets let out. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I was there front row for the tapings, and there's about mm-hmm. 8,000 people there who, who were just wrestling crazy. And I think that's yeah. one thing that, that people don't kind of enjoy about the impact zone. The fact that the, the, that like the first few people there are wrestling fans, but the, the people in the stand are tourists, and the tourists don't know how to react to wrestling. And like as a wrestler, it must be hard to try and entertain tourists who aren't actually here to watch wrestling. They're here just as as, as a quote unquote attraction of, of of a theme park. I agree. I mean, <laughs> you know, for some reason when you know, they first started the impact zone, it was it was very cool because I mean, you know. You get the diehard fans and everyone would be fooled by being, I guess, you know, time goes on and, you know, you can be like, oh, man, I can see it next taping. They don't worry about this taping, you know, and then, oh, who's going to be on the show? And then, you know, it just sets the whole, it sets the whole life out. Yeah. Uh, Mav, uh, Mav, of you? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to, uh, actually, I don't have any questions on my end do you have anything else chris uh i got one i i, I got a question on the email 
If you could wrestle anyone in the world in, in, in any company, who would it be and why? Wrestle with or against? Uh, both. <laughs> Go for both. <laughs> uh, I, w- I would love for the original of Parker, the guy who's in WCW, his, uh, his name is L.A. Park, now in Mexico. That is my absolute favorite wrestler. He's man. I mean, he can brawl, he can wrestle, he can do hardcore, he can do it all. And he's been doing it for 30 years, and he still brings it like Kurt Angle, bro. <laughs> I would love to wrestle him in the States or in a singles match in Mexico. It does not matter. I would, that just, you know, that's just on my top of my list right there. I think that there will be a fantastic match, though. I mean, if, if, put, if put in the right part of America where the, where, where the fans were actually hot, I mean, that could tear down the house. I I think that would be great. I think it would be amazing. Um, Well, uh, uh, Sean, is there anything anything you want to promote? Um, No. (laughs) (laughs) uh, My own personal show I run at RCW in San Antonio, Texas. First Saturday of every month in San Antonio. If you're in town, it's always a good show. We have the next show we have is March 3rd. We have uh, two local guys, Michael Faith and Ray Rowe versus the original Headhunters from the 90s, the two 400-pound twins. There you go. Awesome. Those guys could, those guys still can do moonsaults and all that stuff off the top row at 400 pounds. That's insane. And how old are they now? Damn. Um, 42 or 43. They have been wrestling for a while. They, they started wrestling when they were 18. That's insane. <laughs> all right, well, it's uh, – I believe Super Mech Sun on Twitter. Is that right? Ah, that's me, but that's me. <laughs> Sorry if I pulled the surprise on you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, alrighty, uh, Sean, thank you very much. Real quick, can we get a liner real, uh, from you real fast? Yeah, give it to me. Okay, so it's going to be uh, running the ropes on the SNS Radio Network. What, running the ropes on the SNS? SNS yeah. Radio Network. Yeah. Yeah, is this is this, is this internet or is it real radio? Uh, uh internet. both. Kind of, yeah. Okay, so, so so don't cuss. Yeah. <laughs> Are the ropes on SNS radio? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, this is Hernandez from TNA, and you're running the ropes on SNS radio. Awesome, man. Thank you. Hey, we'll do it again sometime. How about it? Problem, bro. I'll, keep you, I'll keep you updated on what happens Tuesday, man. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Hey, thanks, mate. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. And that was Sean Hernandez, also known as Supermax from TNA Wrestling. Awesome guy. I, and I felt bad. You know, we've had a little bit of phone problems, but we worked through it, and it, it was fun. It was real yeah, fun. Yeah, I mean, Sean, Sean's a great guy. Like, like I said, I met, I met him at Bound for Glory, class act. And I think he's, I think he's going to be a big star, mate. I, I really do. I think so, too. I think with everything going on with him, of course, we haven't seen him on TNA. So we'll see how the future goes with that. We'll see how his – I want to see how his promotion does. Um, yeah. I think I think I, I can see big things going on with his promotion. You know, Texas has a lot – Texas and California both have a lot of Luchuk promotions. But I think when you have the backing of a former tag team champion and someone who's been all over Mexico and all over the world, the guy's wrestled in Japan, you know, and, and all over the place and really made a name for himself in TNA. 
I mean, you. I mean, you heard it in when he did the liner. He did the whole whistling thing. I wish I could do that, but you know, <laughs> uh, I. I think I, I think we've seen a lot of good stuff, and I don't think we're gonna see the last of LAX in the world of professional wrestling. So no, no. I mean, I think if if gonna chance Ring of Honor would put back together in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, especially since they have a. Especially since Homicide has the ear of one Jim Cornette, I might add. So I think we'll we'll definitely see something coming off of that. So that's going to do it for us here on Running the Ropes. I want to thank, again, Mr. Sean Hernandez. Again, be sure you guys follow him on Twitter, SuperMechSun, S-O-N. Um, and, yeah, uh, that's going to do it. So for Chris Kelly from HeloxAirlines.com, this is Brian Maverick Bertrand saying, See you later, everybody. Peace. This has been a presentation of Running the Ropes, exclusively on the Unchained Wrestling Network at unchained-wwe.com. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the panel and not of the network or its affiliates. 